Hello and welcome back to On The Spot Thought. I'm here with uh, Caitlin and Lily today, so please just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm a sophomore at K-State. Um, I'm Dawson's friend. Um, also Lily's friend. <laughs> uh, I'm doing strategic communications as my major. Um, yeah, just chilling. Sweet. Okay, my name's Lily. Um, I'm a junior. I'm an elementary education major. And I love it here at K-State. It is a good time here. It so is. today we're going to be talking about friendship. Aww. That is the general topic for the day. Amazing. So um, before I get started on kind of the random path that I'm going to choose, do you have anything you want to say generally speaking about friendship? Any thoughts on that? Um, friendship is great. I don't really have any much other <laughs> stuff. <Yeah. laughs> so I guess... I guess the first thing I wanted to ask is how do you think friendship changes from elementary school to middle school, high school, and now in college? How do you feel your friendships have changed, grown, adapted, changed? Okay, I can start. Go for it. Um, so in elementary school, I just felt like I was friends with like everyone. I was just like that little nice kid that was like, oh, even if someone's bullying me, I'm still going to be their friend, and I never... <laughs> Like, realize the difference between bullying and friend, I guess, because I definitely got bullied. Um, and then middle school came, I really, like, tried to find my friend group, and then high school came, I finally, like, found that friend group, but they really weren't the best influence. I really didn't have a good, solid community um, of friends until I came to college, um, and so I think um, just having that, like, solid community just really helped me be intentional and vulnerable with mm -hmm. the people I'm around, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, similar to Lily, like, when you're younger, you kind of just, like, kind of like the whole idea of inviting your whole class to the birthday party so that no mm -hmm. one feels left out. That's kind of <laughs> how I would describe that. Um, yeah. <laughs> middle school, hmm. I definitely, yeah, you kind of, like, start having like closer friends and like kind of developing your friend group and then you're always like oh I'm gonna be friends with these people for the rest of my life and then you get to high school and you're like just kidding I don't <laughs> remember any of those people <laughs> and then just you get kidding. to high school and kind of the same thing like you know you just kind of like at least for me like I don't know I have like a few close friends from high school mm -hmm. but like most of the time they just kind of like fizzled off um throughout the years and then college is when I feel like people are obviously because they're older like a lot more mature and mm -hmm. so it's like easier to form like deeper level like connections with people and stuff so yeah yeah so how do you think the purpose for getting a friendship has changed over the years like I know when you're younger it's kind of like I want to fit in or maybe that guy has the kind of candy bar I want to eat <laughs> let's be yeah. friends with him you know and mm -hmm. how do you feel like that has changed throughout the years um I feel like I don't know as you kind of, like, understand, just, like, we were talking about this the other day, me and Lily were, just about, like, understanding, like, everyone's kind of, like, purpose on earth and, like, mm -hmm. everyone's uniqueness, like, it just kind of, I don't know, it makes you, like, view connections with people a lot differently, like, at least for myself, like, I just, like, long to have, like, connections with others because I enjoy, like, getting to know people on, like, a soul level and, like, really investing time in people and not for, like, selfish reasons, mm -hmm. like, I feel like in middle school and like when you're younger it's kind of just like oh I really want to be friends with this person because they're really cool but then you're like well actually that's not all that there is to it so yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um for me I think you just like seek out those people that 
um, kind of like have the same similar like personality or f- people that you're like oh like when I graduate college I'm still going to be friends with them mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of where like my mindset change is like it changed from kind of like what Kaylin said of oh like that's a cool kid to oh like I understand this person I mm-hmm. know that I can be vulnerable with them and that they're going to be my friend even after college yes and also like just helping each other like grow into the person that you like should be and want to be and like encourage one another yeah yeah cool yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, no definitely (laughs) (laughs) so we all have role models growing up do you ever feel that you looked up to a particular friend or um just kind of a peer of yours that you looked up to and you're like um you kind of sought out friendship with them because you you just wanted to be more like them you wanted to pursue their character Um, I feel like, I don't know, there's definitely been, for each, like, walk in my life, there's been, like, a person for, like, each part of that, so, Mm -hmm. like, it just, like, depends on, like, when it was, but, like, more recently, like, through college, I think that, like, definitely, um, my Bible study leader last year, one of, or all of them, all three of them, shout out Lily, um, <laughs> but, like, specifically, like, Shannon Humans. um, mm-hmm. she was, like, a senior last year, and I, like, really looked up to her, mm-hmm. um, and she just, like, really modeled, like, um, just kind of, like, the type of person that I, like, strive to be, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, that is, like, of the most recent, probably, so. Yeah. Growing up, I always strived to be my camp counselors at camp, so I just thought, especially when I was younger, and then I was, so, um, I, <laughs> true, um, I was just like, I thought they were the coolest people ever, just like, they were so bubbly all the time, um, and everything, and I was like, wow, I want to be that person someday, um, and then, like, as I grew up, I kind of got more of a better understanding on, like, really what that looked like, um, and so a lot of that just came to just through like my relationship with Christ um and like seeing them through the lens of Christ so that I can therefore become that person as well yeah so in becoming that um that kind of leader role how do you is it everything that you thought it would be or what are the differences or or what do you enjoy about that um I just enjoy like I'm very much of a people person and Mm so um I just like really enjoy sitting um and listening to people which I guess when I was younger, um, I really didn't think that I'd be that person that would be more of the listener. I feel like I, since I do like to talk, I would be more of, like, the talker. Um, but it's a lot harder, too, than what I thought. Like, there's definitely Mm -hmm. some challenges, for sure, that come with it that I didn't expect, especially last year, like, leading Life Group. Um, there are definitely challenges that, um, I didn't expect just because, you go in thinking it's going to go one way and God's like, ha psych. And then you're like, oh crap. Well, okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Caitlin? Have you ever, um, kind of been a leader in a certain situation, either with friends or with peers, maybe not a specific leadership role, but mm-hmm. you've seen people under you kind of looking up to you as, um, an older friend or just mm-hmm. a friend in general? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say like this year, cause I'm leading like Roots Group with, uh, mm-hmm. Lily. I almost said Gio. Why did you almost say that? <laughs> with Lily and Kara, um, yeah, definitely, like, what Lily was saying is, like, it's, it's different, like, being in that role and, like, actually experiencing what it's like, and it's just, like, God, like, definitely wrecks you and is, like, okay, reality check, you're not perfect, like, you're gonna, like, mess up and, like, 
we're all human, we're all flawed, and, like, Mm -hmm. all we can do is just, like, trust God's plan and everything like that, and just, yeah, try and make those deeper connections with people, and just live, like, how Christ would want us to live, and Mm -hmm. so, yeah, but, yes. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting how a lot of times you could be in a leadership role without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. Remember, I think I was, like, seventh grade, I was at this event, and this girl comes up to me and she's like, are you Dawson Bailey? And I was like, <laughs> yes, but I have no idea who you are. Well, it turns out she went to the same private school I went to back in fifth, sixth grade. Um, and I I used to do Foursquare a lot. I was, I was among the Foursquare group. Mm-hmm. We kind of led the Foursquare team. <laughs> you know, we were the, the first squad. ones to go out there and then the line would form after we started and kind of organized the rules and all that mm-hmm. she's like i remember you from foursquare you were like one of the, <laughs> the one of the main guys that ran the foursquare thing she's like i there's no way i would have recognized that and right. i didn't even see it as a leadership position i was just trying to play for some foursquare <laughs> and so and that's a minor thing it's not like i, I don't know she may have looked up to me as a foursquare player mm-hmm. probably not but but you know it's not something that you think about right and a lot, a lot of times you might not even realize that until they say it or yeah a lot of us just never realize it at all so mm-hmm. i think that's kind of interesting to, yeah. to think about you know it to is. be aware of that um, continue to try to be a, a good person throughout all you do uh, mm-hmm. to represent yourself well but also to represent um, just morals well so that other people that are trying to follow you don't fall into a ditch anything yes. like that but so yeah um so do you feel that growing up you've had a whole lot of like um older friends in the sense like have you had adult friends when you were in high school or now or I know um me personally I only had like a very select few adult friends but it was more just kind of like um they were my friends parents and so I had an all right relationship with them um but (laughs) yes the screen turned black and it's not a problem (laughs) yeah no we're good but but yeah, I know some people have really close bonds with parents and whatnot. So have you experienced that at all? Um, maybe not necessarily with like adults, but I definitely mm-hmm. like growing up and even now, like I've always been more so friends with like people who are older than me mm-hmm. just cause I don't know. I've just always been that way. I feel like I just yeah. like get along with people who are older better, but like adult friends, I mean, there's been like. This sounds kind of stupid, but, like, some, like, teachers from my high school yeah. that, like, um, really um, made an effort to, like, get to know me on, like, a deeper level and, like, were really, like, encouraging to me throughout yeah. some of no, my classes. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what class was, or what specific class? You don't have to shout out um, name or anything, but... So, my... Oh, I'm trying to think. It was a science <laughs> class. I can't yeah. remember. But it might have been, like... The one, we did experiments in it. We did, like, experiments where you would, like... So biology, chemistry? It might have been biology. Okay. We, like, dissected, like, a pig. Yeah, and, like, a cow's biology. eye. Yeah, yeah, biology. Um, I actually didn't really know her at all when, like, I was in the class. Like, I didn't really, like, talk to her that much. But after, like, my senior year, she, like, got to know, like, me and my group of friends really well and was just, like, a really good mentor to us. Mm-hmm. And, like, would always, like, check up on us if, like, we seemed, um, like, we weren't doing as well or, like, just, like in life not like grades like she didn't really care about mm-hmm. that she didn't really like, yeah yeah you know, you know what i'm saying just as a, like a yeah. person not a teacher but yeah. <laughs> yeah but like i got to know her pretty well yeah and she was like a really positive influence like my senior year so yeah that's yeah, awesome i yeah. miss her her name is mrs smith yeah shout, shout out, out to mrs smith the one and <laughs> only mrs smith <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what about you lily 
Um, for me, so one of my dad's um, college roommates um, and his wife are, like, pretty close friends of mine. Um, my brother and I call them aunt and uncle, even though we're not related whatsoever. Um, <laughs> so, I, growing up with that was just super helpful because then you knew, like, outside of family that you always had, like, someone else, um, an adult figure um, to, like, always go to. Um, they loved Max and I, like, super, super well, and I actually got the opportunity to go on family vacation with them one time yeah. to Alabama, which was super fun. I yeah. was like, whoa, not even part of the family, but <laughs> here I am. Yeah. So, yeah, that was probably my best example. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just bouncing between topics here, mm-hmm. um, but people are often drawn towards people that um, they can relate with that are very similar that enjoy the same things can talk about the same things do you think it's important to have friendships with those who contrast very differently from you that are very different from you in both what they enjoy and what they like do you think you should have a lot of them just a couple of them what are you kind of thoughts on that matter just kind of reaching out to those different from you yes well, yeah, perfect. We'll move on to the next I'll one. Then. On that. Um, I think it's good to like um, get to know people who have like different viewpoints as you, and like just different like personality wise. Um, just because I think it really helps you to like grow as a person and like maybe see things from a different perspective that you didn't see it before. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's good to have like friends who are not the exact same as you because I feel like if you're friends with people who are like a clone of you like you're just just gonna (laughs) not be doing well like I don't know I feel like it's good to have like a few close friends who are like that but I definitely think it's more like um I don't know I like motivates you more to like grow as a person Mm -hmm. and learn new things when you're friends with people who are like different so yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, I would also agree with that. I just know, like, coming to college, I've definitely found, like, people who are very different than me, mm-hmm. um, and they've been able to point out, like, strengths and weaknesses, like, yeah. in myself, that if I would have just stuck with friends that are my same personality, I wouldn't have discovered those strength mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses, like, through them, so I think it's definitely important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's important. I also think that there should be some caution behind it in the sense that um, you don't want to be too malleable when it comes to allowing others to influence who you are Mm -hmm. you do want to allow some malleability because if you just stick to who you are and you're not going to allow any change then you're Mm -hmm. never going to grow as a person but if you allow yourself to be too malleable and just accept everything that's coming in Mm -hmm. um that's kind of very dangerous so um it's it's important it's hard because not everyone is so sure of who they are Mm -hmm. not everyone knows what they want to be and so it's kind of hard to just um figure out what to reject and what to keep so Mm -hmm. um, think I think there is importance there just kind of learning that um, accepting the wisdom from older people is extremely helpful mm-hmm. um, not everyone does that well <laughs> especially in the younger teenage years you're yeah, like I know yeah. everything okay <laughs> mm-hmm. you are Those old angsty teens. yeah angsty. angsty teens you can't trust oh. them <laughs> darn kids <laughs> whippersnappers. whippersnappers I love that phrase <laughs> perfect fits everything Uh, so branching off of that note how do you think you're going to be when you're older just kind of kind of guessing who you're going to become do you think you're going to be the the grouchy parents who's like kids are the worst (laughs) i was you once and i was the worst so you're the worst kind of a thing or i know there are um people out there that are very accepting and trying to be understanding and caring 
Um, where do you feel like you fall on that line as a as an older adult? I would hope the latter. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope that I'm not like stubborn and old because mm-hmm. that's not fun mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. You know. What, yeah. See how it what goes. happens. See how it goes. See how I turn out. Um, I would hope that like I am always growing and always willing to mm-hmm. change and always willing to learn something new, um, but also like. Um, firm in my beliefs and like knowing who I am mm-hmm. but also not like a stubborn old lady you yeah know? yeah there yeah. needs to be a balance there yeah absolutely I think firm in your beliefs is good because you are older and you do have wisdom from life so yes. you don't want to disregard that wisdom in the same mm-hmm. way you don't want to be condescending to those yes. who are seeking knowledge or just those younger than you mm-hmm. what about you Lily are you gonna um, be a crotchety <laughs> old woman <laughs> I mean this is a good question um I don't know I'm like imagining myself um, just because, like, I'm going into education, and so I feel like my role as a teacher is going to play into my role as a mom, so, like, I think I'm going to be just, like, very understanding and accepting because that's how I'm going to have to be with my students, especially since, um, in our society today, we're seeing a lot of more, like, diversity, um, and so I think that's really going to help, and then, obviously, patience, like, yeah, something I'm still working on, (laughs) but... Yeah, I think I'm just gonna, my patience is for sure gonna be tested just like in the classroom and I think that's going to help me um, be able to better relate, hopefully, like to my role, like as a mom and an older adult, just with that experience of having to be patient with kindergartners and first graders. And I think it's difficult as you experience more and more just like difficulties, it's kind of hard to keep that upbeat, positive attitude. I I watched a movie last night, A Simple Favor. Very weird movie, but um, that one of the things that I saw was that the mom, the main character um, at the beginning of the movie, was very like, I'm going to sign up for everything on the school board, I'm going to do all this stuff, was very kind towards all the kids. And there was, it, it wasn't the focus of the movie, but there was a snippet at the end of the movie. She had gone through all of this just crap, <laughs> and the kids were fighting in the back like they had at the beginning of the movie, and I'm like being like, okay, let's kind of settle down. She was just like, cut it out or I'm throwing the toys in the trash. Just like, <laughs> immediately, just like did not want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. And I think it's it's hard to try to fight that as you grow older. As And there is a balance. You don't want to be overly nice with kids and you don't want to be overly difficult with them. But aside from all that, you want to keep a caring heart, and it's hard to keep a caring heart in the world that we live in. <laughs> it's constantly yeah. crushing your heart, you know? It's hard to mm-hmm. Hard to keep that going, but how do you guys think you can help to prevent your heart from being crushed by the world? Um, Stay focused on the end goal and um, why we're all here, why I'm here. Know that um, God is Mm -hmm. in control and that's all we need to know. Try not to be in control of everything because I definitely uh, need to work on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Trust in God. Yeah. I think um, community, like, is super important. Everyone mm-hmm. talks about, like, community in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just, like, carrying that community on, like, for the rest of your life. Like, when you graduate mm-hmm. college um, and when you move to a different state um, or city outside of Manhattan, like, mm-hmm. you're going to need to find that community yes. again. Um, and then even as an adult, like, you're going to need to find community in mm-hmm. a church or just, like, community in your job because... You can't do anything on your own, and it's important. Like, obviously, I mean, you have Christ if Mm -hmm. you're a believer, but you also just need people 
um, in your life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Community is actually, um, it, it's critically important for life. Um, I, kind of a kind of a sad psychological story. Um, they did this okay. experiment. They wanted to figure out what language a child would speak if he wasn't exposed to any language or anything, or like kind of how he would grow up like that. So they did a really, really messed up experiment where they had the, had the children kind of in this um, isolated area. They'd come in, they'd bring them food, but there'd be no physical contact of any kind. No one would do anything. They'd give them the necessities to live, shelter, food, all of the necessities, but just no human contact of any kind. That's awful. And they actually died within, I think, the first couple months. Oh my goodness. Just, with, just because they lacked the human contact that they needed. So terrible experience experiment, but uh, it was it was interesting to see that the community was also necessary for survival, yeah. especially mm-hmm. in the earlier years of life. Whether that be um, human or animal, I guess, but mm-hmm. just you needed something to commune with. Wow, um, so that's crazy. Yeah, crazy experiment. This was like the thirties, so yeah. But that, that one time. crazy scientist guy. It was one of the crazy scientists. Yeah, one of the many. Yeah. But. Oh, scientists. <laughs> oh, scientists. <laughs> They're better now, okay? They yeah. They changed. But, yeah. Uh, they grew in community. <laughs> right? They right. Community. Learned from the community. Past. Community of scientists. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, how many close friends do you think you've had growing up? So, and do you, th- how many of them have you continued to keep and how many of them, I don't know, hmm. kind of just around that question. That's a hard question. Like my whole life from like birth to now, or like. Let's let's start after middle school. Let's do middle school to now. So starting middle school to now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know. Um. Do you think you're on the the high side of close friends? I guess let's start with this. How would you define? <laughs> yeah, I was a gonna close say. Friend? So let's actually let's go back one step from that. Mm-hmm. How would you define a friend? Whoa. Just a general friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> and how would that differ from how you define an acquaintance? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can tell you guys haven't thought about this before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really get this yeah, question a lot. Whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Um, <laughs> I think, like, friends versus acquaintances. Like, friends is kind of like a mutual thing. Like, you're both kind of like, hey... We have a connection. I like being around you. I like talking to you. I like hanging out with you. Cool. Yeah, you're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Acquaintances is kind of just like you say hi to them, don't really talk to them, very surface level, mm-hmm. like don't really know them that well. I, I don't know, Lily, what do you think? <laughs> um. So here's, oh, wow. I. Okay, so acquaintance is, I would describe as like someone in my class who like mm-hmm. I just see every day, mm-hmm. maybe sit by, do homework with. A friend would be how I would describe, like, um, working at the front desk of Haymaker, like, Last my co workers, mm-hmm. um, would be, like, my friends. Mm-hmm. I would consider them my friends because we just spend a lot of time with each other. Even people mm-hmm. on my floor, mm-hmm. I would consider to be my friends. And then close friends, I would say, um, are like those people that I want to hang out with on the weekends or that mm-hmm. I know, like, if I need something, I can text them and they'll be like, okay, Lily, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, like, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's how I would describe yeah. the difference between acquaintance friend and close friend. Yes, mm-hmm. I like that definition more than yeah. mine. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to accept her definition yeah. as opposed to my definition. Yeah. yeah, it was growing up. I always thought of a friend as someone that I would hang out with outside of school. Yes. And so that's, that's... kind of how I defined it. I talked to a lot of people in school, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. we would be friendly. And I, I, I may, maybe now I would consider them as a friend back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I kind of consider them like a good acquaintance. You know, yeah. I wouldn't hang out with them a outside of school, but I saw them at school, right? <laughs> Not a bad acquaintance. <laughs> Not a bad. A good no, a good acquaintance. <laughs> Levels of acquaintance, I'll bring it up another time. No. <laughs> yeah. But um, then I saw close friends as the ones that I could really have important <coughs> conversations with, mm-hmm. you know, that um, you can just sit down and you can just talk to them yeah. um, for an like extended vulnerable. period of time, right? Because I have some friends that I could hang out with and we could do something together, but if we were sit- sitting down in a room doing nothing. Awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, kind of awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yes, close friends, you don't, there is no awkward silence. You can sit there for no. many minutes. Hours. I, don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say hours, but I don't know if that's true. It's interesting the dynamic. The closer you are to someone, the more the closer you get to comfortable silence. Yep. When you can just sit in the room and both be not saying anything. It's the best. And just feel comfortable. You don't yeah. feel like you have to say anything. Yeah. Um, you're not which, obligated to speak. Yeah. It's Whereas amazing. with newer friends, if you're not speaking, one, you don't know enough about them, so it feels mm-hmm. like you don't want to talk or something like that. Yeah. So. Like, oh no, they think I'm boring. <laughs> they think I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> they think to say. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. So. What was the original question? What was the original? <laughs> uh, no, the original question, I believe, was, if we went, hopped all the way back, was how many close friends would oh. you say that you have had? And how many of them have switched since, like, middle school, high school to now? Okay. I don't know about numbers of, like, in total. Just generally, yeah. But, like, I do have, like, a few close friends from, like, middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. So I'd say the friends that I still have is probably, man, from, like, middle school and high school that I, like, still regularly talk to is probably, like, 15-ish, give or take. Okay. Yeah. That's impressive. Mine's probably yeah, that's impressive. A, I had yeah. a close group of friends in high school. Okay. Mine's probably around ten. Yeah. Just because like I'm thinking like I have my close friends from high school mm-hmm. and then I also have like my close friends from camp. Mm-hmm. Like just growing up at camp and then um yeah, I would consider those my close friends. Mm-hmm. I just kept like a small little tight knit group. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I'd say ten maybe, yeah. fifteen. Yeah. I'd say best friends probably like three or four out of those 15 people like my best best friends from middle school and mm-hmm. high school yeah statement disagrees with me yeah. in the sense that i've all <laughs> growing up i always thought of you know best friend is the one person yeah. which is why i never defined any best friends <laughs> who's your best friend i was like i have some good friends <laughs> no best friend they're all great <laughs> you know kind of a thing yeah. So I always thought that was interesting. We'd be like, yeah, these are my best friends, all nine of them. Top eight. <laughs> I'm confused. So you guys mind if I ask an awkward question for you guys? Oh, it depends on the awkward oh, question. No. Uh, it's too late. Okay. It's too late. Oh, okay. How would you define your guys' friendship? Or your gals's? I'd or... say Lily's a best friend. Yeah. Yeah? Same. Made top, I mean, top tier friendship just... right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kayla and I especially, too, um, have, like, gotten a lot closer this year, oh, just yeah. especially with, like, leading a life group together, um, working together, and then Caitlin literally lives right across the yeah, hall from me. We're so always with each yeah. other. <laughs> There's, every day, I'll, I'm over there in the room, mm-hmm. I'll just, like, go and knock on the door, um, and I think that just, um, 
we're able to have like a lot of intentional conversations too Mm -hmm. um we're meeting one-on-one with each other once a week um, which has like really grown our friendship as well um and I know like if there's anything I can like go to Caitlin Mm -hmm. um which has been super fun and I like we have similar um personality and we also have like a different personality Mm -hmm. I'm definitely an extrovert I would consider you an introvert Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a little disagreement yeah. there. I'm, <laughs> an, I'm an introverted extrovert. Oh, uh, yeah. But, so, yeah, we balance each other out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say. So yeah. what are some of the things you would say that you guys complement each other with? I think we're very good at talking to people. Yeah. Like. We're both good at, like, making connections. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like we're both, or at least you are, like, very, like, easy to talk to for some, like, other people, just, like, very, like, down-to-earth. Yeah. I feel like, too, just, like, having that role at the front desk, we both mm-hmm. just, like, have very, like, cheerful personalities, mm-hmm. bubbly mm-hmm. personalities, like, we're not afraid to say hi. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people, like, who work at the front desk just, like, don't speak to anyone or any of the residents as they walk by, and Caitlin are... I force them to say hi back. They don't say hi back. I'm like, hey. Hey. Hey, you get up from your desk, start walking towards them. (laughs) Hey, hey. Hey, I'm talking to you. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do you think your, what is your main approach to creating new friends? How would you say? Um, Willing to like let them in to your own life. Like you can't like expect other people to like be open with you Mm -hmm. and like not do the same for them so like mm-hmm. being vulnerable and like making connections and stuff yeah i feel like i see that a lot um sometimes you'll people have uh, i've done a lot of interviews with companies recently mm-hmm. and so kind of starting that conversation off it's it's kind of rough but if you can find something where you can talk about something you enjoy mm-hmm. people like seeing other people talking about things they enjoy doing mm-hmm. um they like if i see someone and they're just like i love disc golf and they just start talking about disc golf for like 30 years or whatnot yeah um but it's it's much harder to talk to someone if they never seem overly if they never seem excited about anything never seem in like they're enjoying anything yes you know you have to like be welcoming and like happy and joyful Mm -hmm. and (laughs) happy and joyful yeah yeah. positive and yeah you have to like show interest in like what they're saying to you Mm -hmm. and like ask them questions about their life yeah yeah all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. so what specific kind of approach would you say you take so for example um me growing up the way i kind of became more um, extroverted in the sense that i could just talk to people is i just took humor and then i would say jokes and whatnot i'd say something Uh funny and that helps people latch on to conversations um so that's kind of the approach i've grown up taking Um, Mm -hmm. how would you say your you've grown up what approach have you been using i'm honestly the type of person that will just like walk into a group of people and like stand there and listen and like try and like relate to them and then like start talking yeah um so like once I start talking about something that I can relate to then I'll start talking um Mm -hmm. or honestly I'm just like really not afraid to just walk up to someone and be like hi my name's Lily yeah and so that was really my approach yeah sometimes it always didn't work out very well yeah some people don't respond well to that (laughs) I wasn't afraid to do it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I'd say the same for me. I'm not really good at the whole humor thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes me a while to, like, show people my sense of humor. <laughs> just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. And I'm it, more just, like, get to know people mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. Which is good. There's mm-hmm. there's an importance to that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I was just letting everyone embrace the silence there for a the moment. The comfortable silence. You know, it, I don't it think it was comfortable. Awkward. It was, if you looked at Lily, she was very uncomfortable. <laughs> was like, she was visibly <laughs> uncomfortable. Guys, yeah. I, was, I, <laughs> I was just sitting here embracing the silence and she's looking at me like, I'm like this I'm needs to talk? stop. This needs to stop. So I don't think we're at this friendship level. <laughs> okay. I think I'm at this friendship level. Oh, okay. I was so very comfortable. Caitlin was very now, comfortable in this silence, situation. Even just with friends. Especially like you when you're talking, it. like when you're having conversation like we have been and then it just goes silent. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> there. Did I say something? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, silence is a very interesting tool. Have you ever? So a lot of um, really good speakers, public speakers, um, when they do their um, speech or whatnot, they'll hit a, a purposeful silence in order to kind of draw the people in a little more. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's impressive how um, powerful silence can be when used in the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, silence would be more effective in a speech than saying, um, or, uh, yeah. you know? Um, just having a pause there instead of that is just more effective in a speech, even though most people are not great at that. I know mm -hmm. I'm not perfect at that either. Um, mm -hmm. You can see it a lot in the public speaking class freshman year. Oh, yes. Not too many people were great at it. Nope. <laughs> you had the one person that went up there and knew everything that was going on, mm -hmm. and you're like, great. <laughs> mm -hmm. Glad you're doing well, but... Yeah, yeah. I've had to learn a lot about just silence, mm -hmm. just especially we talk about it a lot in education just because it takes so long for like kids to think of things and mm -hmm. so just like using that wait time and then I recently found out that someone who processes things internally, it can take them up to two minutes um, to like think out loud. Mm -hmm. So for them to process in their head and then speak it out loud, it can take them up to two minutes to do that, which... Yeah. I found very interesting, so yeah. I'm working on it, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes these days, I, I try to keep conversations going, and so I'll find myself starting a sentence that I don't have a clear path for. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get through it, and I'm like, that was perfect. It's like I got Scott. It. <laughs> yeah. And other times, it's just like, okay, now i got to work my way all the way back <laughs> around, and now we're back on track. Sometimes I abandon the sentence altogether. Those are... Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> Another co comedic way out of things. You start a sentence, you're like, I, no, I, just forget about it. It, just, it wasn't an important sentence anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to say? I was like, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Leaves them on the edge of their seat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Always keep them on their couch. Right. <laughs> sorry. Reminded me of a little skit from uh, In Between the Lions. You ever watch that? Yes, oh, yeah. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Hanging yes. from a cliff. <laughs> Wow. I love that. Iconic. I love oh, that. I hated that. You Are hated you that? I don't like cliffhangers. I... You literally was just hanging on a cliff. <laughs> yeah, they just no. That was the best was segment. So... I I always thought that was so funny when I was a kid. Hilarious. I was like, wow. It was I awesome. Was I just always got so frustrated. I was like, what? No, like finish. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. It was fun. <laughs> She's getting better at it. She's getting yeah. better at it. So, I guess another thing I have with friendship is, do you find yourself learning more from your friends or teaching your friends more? Ooh. Which do you feel like you fall more on? I feel like, I feel like I'm in between. Although I guess I can't really speak for my friends. <laughs> yeah. So, probably learning more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Okay, here, here's a rephrased version of that question. Do you feel yourself seeking to learn more from your friends or seeking to show that you know more to your friends? Um, I would say seeking to learn more. Yeah, I'm sure. definitely that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. want to learn more, absorb more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know it's kind of hard. I, I don't know if it's a guy thing or just, you know, some guys things, but I'm always like, okay, so you know that. So I need to know something else to be like on mm -hmm. the equivalent level of this. I feel like that's more so a guy thing. Yeah. But also yeah, some for girls sure. could be like that, but yeah. definitely I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, you know that. I don't. <laughs> cool. <laughs> there might be an inherent, like, uh, trying to, trying to just be a better guy than someone else. The, the competitive nature of guys, mm -hmm. you know. It's like, wow, you know that? Well, I know mm -hmm. that the ice in the Arctic only lasts for... <laughs> just, just start talking about random facts that don't mean anything. But it is interesting to see that. Mm -hmm. Have you guys learned something from a friend recently? And if so, what? Nice. <laughs> I don't. And it's hard to think of things yeah, on the spot. Yeah, I can't think of anything. People do that all the time. They just throw stuff at you. Man. But have you taught someone something recently? No is a fine answer. I'm trying to think. No, I, yeah, it's it's hard to think of things like that. But I'll let you all think about it for a little bit. Okay. Um, but okay. So I'm going to hop over to another topic. Yes. Within the topic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so with friendship, do you feel like you find yourself drawn to more female friends specifically? Or do you find yourself getting a good mix of the two? Or do you find yourself more with guys? How is that now and how has it been for you in the past? Okay. So I've always been... Uh closer with guys usually like in high school most of my close friends were guys just because I feel like I don't know no offense to girls but girls are kind of dramatic and I kind of hate that sometimes <laughs> like I have like my close girlfriends but I feel like more so I just like get along with guys better mm -hmm. but there's like positives and negatives to both but I think as a girl it's kind of like overwhelming mm -hmm. as a girl to be in a group of girls <laughs> sometimes yeah so yeah I would say mine was a mixed just because I grew up with an older brother mm -hmm. and so brothers, yeah. I had to like at some point my brother's friends like kind of turned into like my friends and so mm -hmm. like I had those guys but then also I was like well they're talking about like sports and all this weird stuff so I need to find <laughs> some girls that I can yeah. relate to <laughs> yeah. or just like in general even yeah. in school mm -hmm. it's just like guys talk about like things that girls don't talk about and so I would just like find that mix mm -hmm. so what would you say you've learned from guys through the friends that you've had? Um, to not hold grudges. Yeah. <laughs> guys get over things are really fast. Like, yeah, so fast. I don't know how, I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I, I told Joe this story on the, on the other podcast. <laughs> when I was younger, me and my younger brother were fighting over playing video games. Mm -hmm. You know, it blew up in its whole thing. He's like, I hate you. Yada, yada, yada. And I went upstairs and like, an hour and a half later, I went downstairs. I was like, Hudson, you want to throw the football around? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so he just went outside and threw the football around. Yeah. yeah. See, girls, I don't think girls would do that. <laughs> girls would probably hold a grudge for yeah. like a week. Yeah. 
I would definitely say, like, that's a big thing that mm-hmm. I learned just through having an older brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially just more recently, like, as Max and I have just, like, gotten closer with each other, like, Max is just so quick to be like, oh, I messed up. Like, last weekend we went to the KSA-Oklahoma game, mm-hmm. and he decided to post, like, these really embarrassing pictures of me on my Instagram story. And I was like, we just got really mad, or I got really mad, and he knew that, and he was just, like, over it in two seconds, and I was like... I yelled at him, like, in the restaurant. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> but, nice. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, over it super fast, and I was like, how? how? I don't understand. But So why do you think it is that girls, or you specifically, find it hard to just let go of a grudge like that? I think girls also overthink things a lot more, and they, like, look deeper into things than they need to be looked into, mm-hmm. and so... Yeah, guys are just kind of like, see it how it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I just know. going off of that, girls just, like, think about it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And just, like, have to sit there and we, like, willow in it for, like, a really long time. And so mm-hmm. then it's, like, hard. Just because we think about it so much and then, like, it's, like, a continuous cycle. It's, like, okay, we're over it for two minutes and then we're, like, oh, but yeah. she did this, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. two years ago. And then we, like, get mad again. <laughs> And then she just said that, and that wasn't needed. And then, so it's just, like, yeah. a mindful cycle. Yeah. So I think it's hard for us. Mm-hmm. To be fair, um, there is a positive side to overthinking things as well. How do you feel um, guys are falling short and not thinking for things as long? What do you think the negative side of that Man, is? Man, this is getting too real. <laughs> too real? We're coming on the end of the Man. podcast. you got to get yeah. real. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. Or do we have no shortcomings? That's an acceptable answer. I'm just I, think, <laughs> I think it just depends on the person. It, yeah. yeah. Like, we're all individuals here, you know? Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. We all mess up. We're all different. We're all unique. Yeah. I think sometimes if guys, like, don't think about it as often, it can come off as just, like, it just kind of, like, blew it off. Kind of, It's like, oh, it's done and over with. And you're like, no, like, that really hurt me. Mm-hmm. And guys, like, if they get it over get over it quickly like in a girl's mind they could be like oh well did like they really mean that sorry or like mm-hmm. you know just because you guys do you just get over it so fast and it's like yeah how like, did you really think about what you were gonna say when you apologized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's true and in movies and real life you see that a lot in uh relationships yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> really hits it hard Yep. But it provides for some good dramatic entertainment in movies sometimes. <laughs> yes, it's <is> true. <laughs> yes, yes, I mm-hmm. do enjoy watching yeah. that. Drama. <laughs> I think the funniest thing about a lot of those movies is just how drastically they have, not how drastic the miscommunication can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, it's, it's so like, true. all you have to do is, like, say where you're going. And that's it, that's it. You're fine, <laughs> everything is off the hook, and it doesn't happen. Com- miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Communication's important. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. Topic for a different day. Yes. Well, we're coming up on the end of the podcast. Uh, do you all have anything you want to say at the end? Any thoughts? Um, I just want to say thank you to Dawson for having us on his wow. podcast. It's been a great time. It's been a blast. Yeah. Exceeded my expectations. Yeah? Which was very difficult because my <laughs> expectations were very high. <laughs> was the candle sufficient enough? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the silver birch yep. Yankee yep. candle. Yep. Amazing. I just want to thank Caitlin, too, for also bringing me along for moral support so I could be a part of this. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you did good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to allow some time for shout outs if you'd like to do shout outs. Um, shout out to Riley on Hey Nine. Um, <laughs> she really wants to be on your podcast. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. We, we told her, we were like, yeah, we're going to do a podcast. And she's like, what? I'm so <laughs> into that stuff. And we were like, okay, we'll tell them. Yep. So, so we're telling Riley. you. Okay, this shout is just out. on the podcast. Yeah. No, yep. It works for me. Yeah. Also, the, the last thing, if you would like, you are allowed to drink the candle wax. Oh. No one has taken up the offer yet, but you could be the first. Mm-hmm. I'll let someone else okay. do the yeah. honors. No, I, yeah. That's very selfless of you. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's a big sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Uh, thanks thank you. Yeah. So everyone have a great day and a great rest of your week.